0: Hey Tags listeners, craving for more Tags? Hungry like I am? Well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears so what are you waiting for subscribe now to unlock exclusive tags content and know that you'll be supporting tags podcast to continue delivering the quality of tags podcast you've come to love You can unlock this exclusive content by going to TagsPodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. What is going on? You are, this. your your camera is not messing up on your eyes today. You are watching, listening to Tags Live, Talk About Gay Sex, the live version. This is episode 291. I'm your host, Steve V. And alongside, in the same room, Cody Maurice Doggett. Oh what the heck?
1: <laughs> oh, hi, darling. Hello, darling. It's so good Mwah. to be. Mwah. Mwah. Oh, my gosh. It's so good
0: to be in the same room room with you well thank you this is our one year anniversary special since we started tags live one year ago i can't believe it can you believe it i can actually i cannot
1: believe that it's been one year and that we've been doing this together for so so wonderfully and just just being there in each other's lives for one whole year and for all our listeners as well
0: Absolutely. And to induct things off, just to shout out, Mr. Planet Geek says it's just so lovely to hear such honest conversation about gay life and sex. Thank oh, you, wow. Mr. Planet Geek. Thank you. And, you know, one year ago, we started, it was actually August 24th, it was a Wednesday August twenty fourth, twenty twenty. In the heart of the pandemic, we started Tags Live, and it's really interesting because we started it. I, I did. I started this other show called Sex with Stevie. Yeah, yeah. Which was me in my living room here, and I took like callers in, and yeah. Cody would call in <laughs> at at a portion of the show. Right. Oh
1: yeah, and it was so much fun. We would always have a great time there, and we would just. Kiki for however long I would be on for like ten minutes I think yeah yeah and it was so cute and I loved it well
0: go ahead well midway through the show we had a a get vocal which is the platform that we use now that they asked us to do it on their platform and you had a fun story because you were
1: yeah because originally when we were planning on sex with Stevie it was supposed to be both of us in one room. And well, the pandemic happened, and of course we couldn't be in the same room, unfortunately. And that's what evolved into me calling in for the show. Yeah. And that, that's what makes this so much even sweeter—the fact that I'm here with you. I'm kind of tearing up a little bit. Oh, I'm so happy, just so happy to be. It's really
0: with you. cool because when we reflect, so Get Vocal contacted us on their platform, which is video-based, which is really great. And we ended up just phasing out Sex with Stevie because that was like a lot of work and <laughs> we could get Cody's mug on the camera.
1: No makeup, Zoiling. No makeup.
0: <laughs> and you know what's really cool? In the one year, I was just reflecting on who we had on the show, what we did in the year. And I know our first guest was Sebastian Lacaz. So amazing. Episode one. Of Tags Live, and he was talking about his show, Chasing Happy. He had a podcast. It's out there now. Later, he would come on to, when you were in Mexico, he co-hosted with you. I know. He
1: took over because I was (laughs) drunk and and being debaucherous in Mexico.
0: (laughs) But look at some of the guests that we we listed up. Read some of the guests that we've had on over the last year. Right after...
1: Sebastian was DJ Dan DeLeon, and we had Ren and Leal and Corey Harmon, who's here listening to us tonight.
0: We were talking about adult toys on that episode, oh, which was yeah. a lot of fun. So
1: much, I learned so much, and I got, I got my first dildo guys just so you know because of because, <laughs> because of Corey, of Corey. yes I did yes wow. I did also Jennifer who we talked about the difference between lesbian and gay relationships and that was so much fun
0: really important too yeah. um we also had author Stephen Foster who wrote a book that was really personal about his trials and tribulations and such a great book. I lo- I can re- vividly remember when he was on. Mm-hmm. And then we had this. Now, now we're talking about the heart of the pandemic last uh. summer. We had a guest that put his money and his art to work. Brian Bennett came up with a Port of Glory, a portable glory hole, which... He actually gave me one I have here I thought it would
1: be Hanging right here It (laughs) It should be (laughs) as our backdrop To be honest Um, With a dick hanging through it (laughs) Yeah right
0: We could have We should have all our special guests Throughout the hour And we could just be like Now whose guest dick is this? (laughs) 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 That would be fun That would be a lot of fun That would actually be a fun game Or
1: stick the Pin pin the dick on the guest Then we could play that
0: We could play that But what if you played it With your friends Where you put it up, and you you just had to guess whose dick out of it, it was. I have and to the be person, really drunk for that. And if you win, <laughs> you get to suck that dick. All right. Oh, right. <laughs> the stakes just got real, guys. It just got real. <laughs> um, other guests that we had, we had Finn Deerhart on our show, Kevin Thomas, uh, my former trainer, Alejandro Terrazas, uh-huh. and... Who is our other guest that has a We
1: had Lincoln on, and it was so sweet. He was our third host, and it was so amazing. And we need to have him back on.
0: And shout out to Lincoln, my, our other co-host. It's his birthday today, so happy <laughs> birthday, birthday, Lincoln. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had some fun times throughout the year. One of them I can vividly remember where we took advantage and went to upstate New York <laughs> kind of by... What part of New York it's is Boyce, Boysville? Boysville. it? It's Boyceville.
1: It's up near... It's in upstate. It's near Woodstock.
0: Thank you. Yes. yes. And we decided it would... And we rented this Airstream by the stream. It was scary, y'all. It was really scary, but it was a lot of fun. And we thought it would be fun to... Airstream our show on that episode, and it was a bad idea because the Wi-Fi was really poor, yeah. and, and we're in this old in airstream. An airstream.
1: You can imagine. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it didn't work. We had to cancel that episode, um, but it was still fun. <laughs> it was an experience. We didn't get we didn't get
1: mauled by a bear, so nope. there's that. So,
0: I also was in LA earlier this year uh-huh. and streamed from my friend's house in LA, and that was a lot of fun. So I re- much fun. I remember re- trying each week because I was there for like a month. Uh-huh. Different rooms to see which one, oh, yeah. and knowing that it, all I had was one little ring light, and trying to time the day and the house where I wanted to be featured on. Yeah. It was a whole hot mess. Um, well, you
1: looked great every single time, I have to, to tell you. Thank
0: you. Um, but we also talked about disability and sex with friends of yours. With
1: my friend Erica and her husband Jay. That was so good. I, I love talking to them about that, and we got a lot of people that wrote in about that episode. So Really
0: important. Really hard More stuff me. that we kind of want to keep um, going on. We also introduced our segment called Thirst Trap from... <laughs> My favorite, y'all. Yeah, And that's that's a little later. It's a segment we started where we talk about straight-up gay porn, puts up 13, sometimes 20, sometimes 18 different porn stars, and they have either a video or the hottest pick of the week, and it's our job to vividly, descriptively describe to you all. And I love that segment that we keep going on with. I mean, I, I look forward to it
1: every single week. It's my favorite segment that we do. Just just letting you know, never get rid of it. No, absolutely. (laughs) I love the thirst trap, and I post lots of thirst traps, so I'm a a thirst trap aficionado. You are. (laughs) Oh, he
0: really gets into it. Seeing how he got into it in this room today on how he carefully curates yes. the right one is really amazing. Um, I, we have to shout out to Will Tantra, who was on our show as well, a more recent guest. Again, so informative. Who taught us how to squeeze our basically Kegel the exercises. And I'm doing them now again. I'm doing them now too. <laughs> Remember, squeeze nine times, and then on the 10th one, hold it really long, and you're guaranteed bigger squirts and bigger shots have come and, yeah, like so who good. doesn't want that? Um, this, this is the show where I learned, hello, darling. Uh, I say that
1: because it's something from RuPaul's Drag Race, oh. and it always makes me feel really comfortable. So that's why I say that.
0: I love that. Yeah. We also got Cody to reveal more maybe than he wanted to reveal <laughs> ever. Always. <laughs> How do you feel about that?
1: <laughs> I, I enjoy it once because it's really cathartic to get things off your chest. Yeah. But in the moment, I'm like, I cannot believe Steve is doing this to me right now. Just like right now. Actually. Well, the <laughs> reason I
0: know it was OK is because I once asked you, can I is it OK if I post this segment the next day? And you said anything I say on the show, you have you can repost because I stand by everything I say. Exactly. And that's when I knew I had a great host is because oh, he stands by what he puts out there and he's a man of his word and so cheers to that likewise cheers again cheers to that absolutely we're going to be a little bit in this we are the this show um Cody also dated during our show and got a boyfriend you know what i'm a little
1: bit upset that i didn't actually get to go on dates on the show
0: like we could have had that it was a pandemic though the the oh. heart of the pandemic well i
1: guess i i guess we were just um finding reasons that we could have <laughs> did a
0: dating program for you we
1: can do that for you now
0: we could (laughs) but if i recall i dated somebody during the pandemic that was my neighbor down the hall oh you can believe it if you all remember that and i'll never forget he was watching one of the episodes Mm -hmm. and i don't think he liked something i said on the show and broke up with me after the episode and i was like are you serious like And it wasn't even anything that was, like, true. It was he just made up something. We ended up becoming friends, thank goodness, and made it work that way. But it was... Kind of crazy to date your neighbor and see how that goes. But I, hope, I don't recommend it. I hope my boyfriend's not watching right now because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is, isn't he? I, I, I don't he know. We'll see. Yeah. We also, um, you got a microphone. We have you have three of them in front of us
1: today. I know it's a press conference. I feel like Michelle Obama on this stage right now. I'm like. Just oh, Eva Perón. <laughs> <Da, da. laughs> <laughs> oh, we always sing all the time. We on this always show, sing. Too. It's <laughs> don't it's, cry for me, Argentina. Yes,
0: we had so many changes and things happen in this year, and it's been an amazing year. And I think, what's your favorite thing if you had to summarize the year of doing the show? That's been your favorite thing.
1: I just love being. On camera and just being able to express my views and actually get into things with you. The Vulnerable Voices is probably my favorite segment, honestly, because it allows me to be really open and raw with people. And the one, specifically the one where I talked about my experience with my uncle, because that was really, really Hawaii, big, yeah, and real, in Hawaii. Yeah. And it really was something that was affecting me in the moment, and I know it's probably affecting so many other people. I read something the other day about how being rejected from your family really affects you as, oh, it was, I read a story about a man, a dad who was giving hugs. I'm tearing up a little bit. Uh- <laughs> 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 he, he's giving free hugs at Pride and people just sobbing in, yeah. in, his, in his arms. And it was, it's just so heartwarming and touching. And I really related to that.
0: That's nice. Yeah. yeah. What's Vul- your, what was your favorite? You know, Vulnerable Voices would be something that was really... And um, so it was the neighbor that kicked that off that... I love that segment yeah. and Thank really you. connecting with you because we had been friends and I knew you would be such a great, open, honest, enlightening, have a lot to say. Always. Host. <laughs> and I think the chemistry that you and I have is something that's related. I've heard from listeners and viewers that that's something that people really connect to. I agree. So I would say my connection with you and doing this show has yeah. been just amazing. So I agree 100%. Thank you. And maybe we'll have some more things in the next uh, hour here. Anybody, I can't read anything yet, but if you have anything to read there. Silas sent a
1: heart. Corey nice. sends hearts. He's, uh, Corey also says, hey, y'all. And he thanks us for shouting him out. He volunteers his tribute for the Porta of, Port of Glory.
0: Oh, I like that. Yes. So, thank you, Corey. You can Absolutely. be the first tribute. All right? <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to... He's already... Someone's already crying over there. All right, good. Well, we are going to get into a show because we do actually have a show. I that, know, right?
1: <laughs> not just us reminiscing for an hour and a
0: half. Absolutely. And I couldn't help but not talk about sex and the city. That's funny to how, you, how you... start things off, there's a new cast member you guys may have heard already. But and as what's the name of the show? And just like that, the Sex in the City revival, just like that, is starting to become like realizing it's your ex-boyfriend's wedding tomorrow. You can't help but view the photos and eavesdrop on all the gossip. But you also don't want it to happen. Right. Is mm-hmm. they write on this? But now and especially after John Oliver's rant, because everyone's mad at Kim Control, not coming back to the show. Well, they just introduced a new character in some Instagram posts. I know, so exciting. Nicole Ari Parker. Do you know her?
1: Yeah, she's Boris Kojo's wife.
0: Ex-wife, I believe. Wait, what? Yeah, I think ex-wife. They were together, wife for the last 16 years. Um, Sadly, she was also on Remember the Titans and Chicago PD. She is going to be the fourth of our girls on Sex in the City. She's looking stunning in, in the pictures. as always. Um, but there's a little bit of shade being thrown out because uh, Kim Control, after they posted the four of them, mm-hmm. Kim Control posted a comment on her Instagram. She, next to her dog, she wrote, when your co-star is... She wrote, when your co... When your co-star is a real dog, she wrote... And some, and it was a picture next to her real dog. But, and she did that right after Sarah Jessica Parker posted the, the cast new cast member. Yeah. Did you think that was real shade? or? Of course it d- was real shade. <laughs> and, that's,
1: and it was classic shade, and I'm so proud of her. Uh, I think that it was, wasn't was directed at Nicole at right. all. And I think it was directed at Sarah Jessica Parker because they, they just do not get along in right. any form or fashion. And I just think that it was her saying, oh, you're a real... B-I-T-C-H, and that you, you got to learn how to deal with her. So. But
0: you know, the funny thing is, Kim Cattrall also is on record saying that if, since I'm not going to be it, be in it, whoever they replace me with should okay. be a person of color. So they replaced her with a person of color. Why is she throwing shade on that? She should just let that woman have her moment, and because it could sound like she's throwing shade at this new actress.
1: I agree with you. I think that she probably should have clarified. Well, I don't think that she even could really clarify and let people know who she was specifically talking about, because then it wouldn't be shade. It would be her talking shit, basically. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I think that this was perfect light shade and we all know who she was talking about.
0: And then real quick, how are you feeling about this reboot? Are you here for it? Are you, like, a lot of people, like, could care less? I'm
1: a little skeptical, but I can't wait to see it. I'm going to be tuning in, of course. Me too.
0: Yeah? Yeah, I'm totally... And I think, like all friendships... Friendships evolve. Oh, for sure. And you have new people come in. I mean, just it reminds me of our show when I started this four and a half years ago. We had it was Jeremy Ross Lopez, myself, Mm -hmm. and then we brought in a third host at the time. And that person stayed on for a while mm-hmm. until he didn't stay on anymore. Ooh, and ooh. then we introduced Lincoln to the, the. Let me sip my tea. And just to show you how people are not very good with change when it comes to things like shows and stuff like okay. that, I was just on Fire Island. I was just talking about it, working a pool party. And oh, I was working I was that? it. Um, I worked it. You can listen to episode 290 in oh. here a little more and our after show this week where I go into more detail. Nice. But yeah. And he was the bartender who I knew Mm -hmm. was asking me, how's the podcast going? And I said, it's great. And he said, oh, you still don't have that former co-host because that was my favorite. He was so funny. He had a sardonic sense of humor. Has he heard me? And, well, <laughs> no, he's talking, I know, and he's, he didn't have been, I said, well, for starters, not only ha- is that, like, so three years ago. I know, right? Late. But we have a second show that we're about to celebrate a one-year anniversary. So he was, like, really late to the game. Yeah. But he could not let go of that one co-host that has been gone for so long. That, I'm not hurt. i hurt. I mean, we've moved on so much since then, but I guess it goes to show you that people really glom on to old and tried and true and they don't really like change when it comes to their their entertainment i agree i can see that and i think that sometimes
1: and i've brought this up when we were having our production meeting that especially like in girl groups and things of that nature they make so many changes like destiny's child would not be the same Without Michelle, oh, here we go! (laughs) 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 Right. So, and the the Supremes would not be the same if they if they. I think those
0: Beyonce fans are gonna come for you. No, no,
1: no! I'm saying without i'm glad they kept michelle and kelly because i do not need to upset the beehive okay do not accept the beehive. beehive please and michelle was a wonderful addition to dc3 and latavia latavia they can go ahead and do their own thing on the side and i think that it's just wonderful
0: I love it. All right. Well, we have got to move on, but just to uh, DC3, Darker Link is laughing out loud. <laughs> Somebody says, Kim Control can't stand SJP. That is so true. I'm so team SJP, though, no matter what. Are you really? Always. 100% SJP. Everybody wants to be Carrie, and I feel like I'm Carrie. N- that's I it. I always <laughs> wanted to be... <laughs> Charlotte. Oh my God! You are so Charlotte. <laughs> Aw, Charlotte. I love Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of Farrah when Pharaoh We in our production. Meaning that is so funny that you say that. Are you talking about Charlie's Angels no, in the first season? No, we're
1: talking about Farrah Franklin from
0: Des- Destiny oh, Child. Oh, sorry. I, I would, <laughs> well, I'm Farrah, talking about. But bring up Farrah. Fawcett. I'm talking about Charlie's Angels when yeah. Farrah left the first yeah. season of the iconic Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Do, Goes to show you what era I'm in. Ashley says, "Who, girl, wake up and watch some, get some classics in, yeah." Yes, girl, get into the Charlie's Angel. It, it's not just a movie. How about thank that? Thank you, thank you. Darker Link says, "I'm Miranda." <laughs> <laughs> she says she's too young. Sure bitch, she is. All right, we've got to move on <laughs> to. We're doing uh, vulnerable <laughs> voices, right? Let's go. Let's okay. go into it. So vulnerable voices this week. We thought it would be really interesting to talk about relationships good and bad ones how they evolve over time this is the segment where we get a little deeper and talk just a little bit about that and Cody I mean first off you're in a relationship right now I am and first how have you noticed yourself evolve? In this particular relationship, or or are you in the middle of it? <laughs> I literally just said this was one of my favorite segments. And uh.
1: here I'm like dreading this part right now. <laughs> so I've noticed, and I have my notes here. Oh yes. I was like, who's he texting? Cody's a big note too. Yes. <laughs> I can't read my handwriting, so that it's on my phone. Um, so I I've noticed that I am a I'm a jealous person, and that's that's played a part in my relationship recently. And I used to not think that it was a bad thing, honestly, because it showed me that that person cared about me. But now I'm starting to realize how harmful it can be to your relationship. So being in a relationship has taught me so many things about how jealousy can affect you and how it can really, really be a detriment to your growth in a relationship
0: and it's funny because that was one of my early lessons in my one of my long-standing relationships here in new york was jealousy as well i think it's probably a lot of people's but it you said something key it Mm -hmm. affects you and them yeah and it really does no one a service in the end. And you think you're being all about the person and showing it, but in the end, you're doing nobody a service, I feel, by being jealous. Okay. I just feel, I still feel a little bit is okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in moderation, just a little bit. Because then I feel like when I get jealous, then it just ramps me up a little bit in order to kind of make. To get, it gives me a little bit more fire in my loins as far as me wanting to be intimate with my partner spend more time with my partner things of that nature too but just but I also realize that too much of a good thing is is a bad thing
0: well here's how I identify with that is you can't help ultimately how you feel you're gonna feel the way you feel yeah. so when your boyfriend does something or somebody flirts with your boyfriend, you're gonna naturally have those feelings that come onto you and they're gonna affect you, right? Yeah. It's how you deal with it. And so I think for me, where I can remember leaving my apartment, wondering where my boyfriend was, actually knowing he was at G Lounge, which is now Rebar, storming over there to catch him in the act, which I did. And I created a whole scene on 19th Street and like where I knew you were in there, and, and this whole oh, thing wow. where now I feel I could process yeah. that jealousy. Maybe tell my boyfriend a little bit more. This future boyfriend. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna do a new game in season two of where we're gonna find me a partner Guys, perhaps. Get dating ready for it. <laughs> dating Stevie.
1: That's right. Ready I love know. that's a good name for the show. Okay.
0: <laughs> and so I've learned how to process that truth be told about that guy I've been talking about mm-hmm. is we've moved on so much that later on we had a little, we slept together okay. and had a, it was w- what it was. I, um, I, I met Sam in Mykonos. We made out on the dance floor oh, wow. when my current boyfriend at the time was there and that didn't go over so well. I can't imagine. And that boyfriend was jealous. Yeah. And so I have I even had, like, a sex party here once, like, after a club. Okay. He came over with some boys. I was here. And we even intermingled. And we didn't have sex together, but we were in the same room kind of co-hosting uh-huh. a party together. That's evolution, y'all. It is. Oh, that it is really, evolution really is. with a boyfriend. And it takes
1: time <laughs> to kind of explore where these feelings are coming from. And a lot of it is rooted in insecurity about your relationship. So yeah. just take stock of why you're feeling insecure in your relationship, and just really explore yourself. Like, look inward, Yeah, basically.
0: What about, like, so on this show, we talk a lot about uh, sexual evolution. Okay. We get a lot of people writing in how they're in relationships and asking for advice, how to either spice up their relationships, how to break it from being stagnant. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced sexual evolution in a relationship hmm. that... I know this is something that I want in, in a new relationship. Yeah. But I can tell when people are in relationships, you get it gets stagnant. I've not experienced stagnation in a relationship.
1: However, I will say that I have uh, evolved from being versatile to being a top. <laughs> being a versatile okay. top. <laughs> That's the only thing that I can kind that of relate to. That is that, to. though. Yeah. yeah. Because I've explored bottoming and, and, yeah. and enjoying it and whether or not I do enjoy it. And sometimes I feel like a nut, Steve. Sometimes I don't. (laughs) Yeah. More often than not, I feel like I'm that I the topping is more comfortable and more. It it pleasures me more.
0: Yeah, I think whoever I date, I would hope because it's not so easy to always bottom. It's not. not It really is not. To be ready. And even getting ready for this show, we're like, what are we eating? Not that we were talking about bottoming, but there is but a jockstrap party that we might go celebrate after this. Oh, we're definitely going. And no I'm way. wearing my jockstrap. I don't know so. if I'm
1: wearing one. I don't. I might not have one, but maybe I will. So
0: just saying. <laughs> but it is a big thing. And I think it could put a lot of pressure on if you're only had a top as well. One roll and yeah. a total bottom and another. Obviously, there's other things you can do in the bedroom. Oh, for sure. There's romance. There's all kinds of things that you can do. Frottage. But I love saying frottage, by the way. Frottage. <laughs> frottage. I like that. It sounds like a breakfast. <laughs> a brunch dish. It, it, it can be. <laughs> I'll have some frottage today with my mimosa. But yeah, oh, no, I think man. that... Having somebody that would be open, and even with role play, yeah. is something that I'm looking for my show. Date, Dating Steve V, <laughs> um, I want to role play in any upcoming relationship that I go on because I think role play is something that could be spicy. Like, te- can you imagine texting your boyfriend and be uh-huh. like, "Okay, so tonight it's Friday night, and I want you on in in some stockings." and a, and a maid i'm making this up but a maid and I pretend enjoying like you're every dust, <laughs> and pretend like i walked into my hotel room and and you, and you're the maid and I, you're still dusting and you're wearing these panties and i caught you and we get it on that way. That's a normal Friday night for me. I don't know
1: why. I'm like, this is not out of the ordinary because <laughs> no, this is, that is something that I plan on doing frequently and offline. And so
0: role play is a
1: part of your current relationship? Not yet. Not yet. But not I yet. do plan on incorporating it. <laughs> I love it. What are the people saying here? So Corey is saying that... All, all the NYC bottoms are like, damn, we lost a bottom, uh, lost a top f- at me, and Charles is saying communication is key and expressing, and expressing your expectations. Yes, we talk a lot about yes.
0: communication on this show, uh, and sounds so easy, but it really is. And I think we're so scared to communicate to our loved ones, and that's crazy.
1: It is. If you feel like you can't express yourself to your loved ones, then. Again, you need to explore what about the relationship is making you feel this way.
0: Do you think it's be about rejection or that they're going to, wait, we didn't sign up for this to begin with. And it's fear of rejection. Fear, exactly. Fear, fear in general.
1: Fear in general. Uh, rejection is part of it, I feel like. I feel like fear, yeah, that you will lose that person if you express your true self.
0: Or this new side of you that yeah. maybe just you discovered too yeah, and so
1: that. that's i think that's where it's based with me
0: well on that um line uh somebody wrote i think silas wrote therapy it's never too late for therapy right yes that's Who what else silas wrote what? sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. I know. Your Did boy- you just read it.
1: <laughs> he said I'm in the stockings. Okay, that's fine. I'll be in the
0: stockings. Oh, I love that. So Cody's boyfriend just wrote in and said he likes it, but he wants Cody in the stockings. I love that. Being spontaneous is exciting as well. Absolutely. I think you just have to yeah, being spontaneous is I'm not very spontaneous though. I, I just have read, to admit I I'm just, such a as you can see here, I'm a planner and everything <laughs> is lights, camera, action. Which is fine. But yeah.
1: Which is totally fine. You learn parts of yourself and what works for you in a relationship. Yeah. I just read the other day that don't always expect sex to be spontaneous because again, with a bottom, if you're if you're atop this dating a bottom, it's important that you know that bottoming takes some pre-
0: preparation, right? Places. So don't be spontaneous. <laughs> when I just had a burger, <laughs> I just had them.
1: They just had a mac and cheese. Don't don't think that you're getting. Any I just I, I just wrapped okay. up Chipotle,
0: and you're trying to be spontaneous, and I'm the bottom. No, uh-uh, not no, happening. Man. Not on today. <laughs> not on
1: tonight. Darker
0: Link also says fear of rejection is so part of it because you don't want someone you care about to judge you. Yeah. I think that's the thing, and that's what I was trying to referencing earlier, and Cody, maybe you should just a little bit more light on that as a life coach, Yeah, is that here we are, uh, it's our boyfriend, our husband, we think we're in love with them, why are we so afraid? This should be the one person that we could be, share everything about them. We're, we have no problem sharing about our day, how yeah. our day went, a deal that didn't happen, but what if we're evolving sexually, why are we so afraid to share that part of ourselves?
1: A lot of people, what, they, what happens is they take personal experiences that they have had in previous relationships and they apply them to the relationship that they're in now. I'm not saying that's every single no. relationship, of course, but a lot of times that's what I see. And what that does is it places constraints on the relationship that they're in. And so. it's
0: an old blueprint. Exactly. So,
1: yeah, you need to update that. Uh, get some new get some new blueprints, get some <laughs> new hardware, and get into it.
0: <laughs> exactly. What is it, sharing? Uh,
1: sharing bodily fluids? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to be helping us? I don't know where that's coming from. But, okay, thank you, Corey. What, explain a little <laughs> bit more. Let me know what's <laughs> going on with sharing the... Oh, if y'all could see me, I, I'm, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's applauding us.
0: Okay. I love that. I love that. By
1: sharing bodily fluids, I hope.
0: Love it. Love it. All right. As my friend Sebastian says, I say love it a lot. Okay. Well, let's move on. Um to our next hot topic oh, we were going to give
1: he clarified if you don't mind yeah he says
0: he can share
1: you can share bodily fluids with that person but you can't share your emotions oh which yes. is very poignant and i i enjoy that's that that's crazy Thank you so much.
0: that's i think the point i was trying to make and yeah. wow that's a very strong point absolutely absolutely and got that's gotta, beautiful sometimes it helps to just think in those terms of break it down we can share bodily fluids we can share The horrible day that we have, but we can't share what's on our mind with this sexual relationship or what's going on with us intimately. And that's just, you know, bring that one up. Yeah. And yeah, even that out. It
1: takes self exploration at the end of the day and just really what is holding you from actually sharing with your partner.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks for playing on vulnerable voices. I made I made it through another we one. We did. I know it's different because we're not used to being in the same room like this. I didn't. It's it's really actually
1: a lot harder sharing with somebody that's actually right here. Are we here. done with this one? Are though? we done with this? Oh, we okay. keep it going. Bye, Bye Instagram, Instagram Live. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, there is a Reddit thread out there that. I wanted to talk about because it really relates to the advice that uh, we give on our show and and I couldn't help but think of this one it's advice about a guy I like Uh, this guy's looking for advice and he's from his friend from us and he's wondering if his friend is sex positive or a sexual addict Mm -hmm. essentially he is a 35 year old gay male and I have a gay friend who has always wanted me to mess around with me. Okay. Long story short, I held him firm in the friend zone for a long time. But after spending some time with him, I've had a change of heart. And can you read the rest of i am just got to fix this. He you know. says he finds the other guy
1: super attractive. And, and he proposed the idea of getting to know one another as in maybe more than friends. The other guy shot that down and says he doesn't want a relationship, and he has told the original poster in the past he doesn't want to pursue a relationship with anyone. Yet when, they, when he first met, he was heartbroken for, over a guy that he was trying to get over, which could play a part in him not wanting to actually be in a relationship. Yeah.
0: And he also says, we've, we have yet to actually mess around, but we've been sexting in recent weeks. And in the course of the conversation we've had about sex, he's told me about his hookups. And he writes, I'm a little concerned. He may have a problem, but he may also just have a strong sexual appetite. He typically doesn't meet men for sex, but likes to jerk off with other guys, but very intimately, like okay. dick on dick. Is that frottage? <laughs> <laughs> and likes to perform oral on men. It turns me on to hear about his hookups, but I'm starting to realize how numerous they are. For instance, he went out of town for a wedding, and I asked him if he got any action while he was there, and he said yes. He gave a blowjob to a friend and then invited one guy to his hotel to jack off, then was still horny and invited separately a second guy, and neither of which he found all that attractive, but he needed... But he needed to get off. Mm. So it's stories like this that the writer writes that have him wondering, does this guy have a slight sexual addiction? Or is he just a normal gay guy who happens to be more transactional about hookups more often than I do? And to be honest, um, he writes, I'm a little hesitant about how to get involved now, just given that he exposes himself to a lot of people. And he wants any thoughts or advice. So I guess to summarize it, he's got a friend and they've been friends for a while. And they've talked and He kind of has an attraction towards his friend. Uh And they're wondering, should they hook up or not? But the one writing in thinks his friend might have a sexual sexual addiction addiction or not. What are your thoughts on that? I'm thinking, yes, he does have a sexual
1: addiction because it's... The thing that stuck out to me was he's hooking up with guys that he doesn't necessarily find attractive. Uh-huh. And I think that that is that's a red flag for me because if you're if you can if you're hooking up with people that you don't really find attractive, then there is something else, but he says he needed to get off after he Did had sex with his wife. <laughs> I know I read that, and I was I I tried not. Girl, you tried to make me laugh on this thing. <laughs> it was hilarious. Thank you so much for that comment. That's the first thing I read. <laughs> that is so funny. Um,
0: you think he has a problem?
1: I think he has a problem because that, like I said, the thing that is a red flag for me is that he's having he's having so much sex and he's ha- he's having sex with people that he doesn't necessarily feel satisfied with
0: yeah and i think they're gonna mess up the friendship that they have because i think the one that we're talking about that's hooking up left uh-huh. and right hey he's on that role right now but the other one really likes this friend yeah and he's going to get emotionally involved. And the other one could potentially just be like, wham, bam, that was cute. And the other one's going to get his feelings hurt. And what's going to happen is they're going to ruin the relationship, the friendship. Yeah, I agree so with that. So I say, keep it in the friendship lane. Tell your friend, you know what, in and really sit him down and say, in in the name of friendship, Yeah, I say, let's just not do this. Um, because I don't think I can handle it unless our writer can really just handle a one time, and I'm talking a one. Just think of it as a one time, get mm-hmm. the rocks off, get it out of your system to know what the, get that D. I don't know. And know what it's all about, so I, you can get it out of your system. But I guarantee you, if you're anything like me, yeah, and it's good, and you like, and you like <laughs> I wasn't that, gonna say that, and you like that guy, you're gonna have feelings, oh, and he's okay, gonna yes. continue the track that he's on, and he probably has a different chip missing in his mind that's not going to go there, and they're going to fuck up the whole thing. He's explicitly stated that
1: he does not want to be in a relationship right now. You have to respect his wishes at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, and I think you're going to get your feelings hurt because ultimately you're going to like him once and probably get more attached to him once you do the deed. So I think in the name of friendship, you should just both be honest and say we're gonna fuck this up if we do. Yeah. If we let's just keep this separate. Yeah. Jack off to your friend a little bit. (laughs) And and
1: I've never done that. Have you done that
0: before? Thinking about my friends. Yeah. Have I? No, I don't think I have. But I I don't know know that I. You're. I've been in some messed up. I have had this straight. Well, quote unquote, straight friend. (laughs) And we got we blended it for a while, okay. and I'm telling you, my feelings always got hurt and yeah. involved. It, I've had a few of those types actually, where they were straight, and I had an attraction towards them, and they never. I'm always the one that feels like my feelings get hurt, yeah, and it doesn't end well for me
1: because you develop that emotional attachment.
0: And those are the types that will always, because they know they have a hold over you, they'll always be in your court and keep coming back because they like you too. That is deplorable. It's, it is. It's horrible. <laughs> so I say don't go there from experience because I think keep, just try the the best you can. Find some new D out there. There is Make plenty him of D. Make him jealous and have him like,
1: Want to come begging for more? What are the people saying? The people are saying that (laughs) Ashley says that she is so jealous about the story, but she is wondering when he sleeps. and and (laughs) She's she's, still got up on that sleep. She's also saying that it does sound like an addiction to her as well. And she also needs some wine. (laughs) (laughs) Corey is saying... He thinks that uh, the guy, the poster might be on the spectrum of high sex drive and sexual addiction and that he has the same red flags, Cody, and he wonders if he normally has sex with guys he doesn't find attractive.
0: You know what, though? if It's funny because if we were to just look at that one portion of where the writer wrote in and said, when he asked him about the wedding, what uh-huh. did you do in the wedding? And he had, would you... Would you care if you didn't, if your friend told you that, but you didn't have an attraction towards your friend yeah. and your friend on, like if I just told you, oh my God, girl, I went to this wedding and I hooked yeah. up with this one and then I had three more people. Would, would you be concerned I would be cheering, for me? I would be would cheering you, just you be on. Like, get I, would, it? I would be cheering you on.
1: But if it was something that I would definitely well, maybe be like, if I was
0: it. concerned about it, like yeah. Cody, do you think I have a problem? Also,
1: if you, it was something that you did habitually, then I'd, would definitely be worried
0: about you. But what if I didn't think I had a problem with it? Would you still say, wow, Steve? Sometimes addicts can't see
1: their own addiction. Okay,
0: yeah. So, yeah. If you really, yeah, then I guess advice for that, if you really think he has, it's just a dicey area because the writer likes his friend. Yeah. So so it's kind of hard for him to give advice on the addiction part of it if the guy really does even... Have an addiction, yeah, because it's blurred with his attraction towards his friend.
1: Yeah, so maybe he's not seeing, he's seeing it through
0: rose-colored glasses, right? And I'm just wondering if he would care so much, because I mean, I've been horny like that—not that, that horny—to like have after twice. I still would still having sex I, with wouldn't somebody be me, that I didn't know. For me, to have one hookup in one like night, I'm all for it, and I can jack off thinking about that person. The rest of the night, and, if I'm still that horny.
1: And I, I normally,
0: I have in previous time. Look at you. Time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting up into the mic. Long, long, a long, long, long time ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've had encounters with more than one person in the same, but it's only been one instance. It hasn't been multiple instances of having sex okay. with different people.
0: It's just a, a little... Hard for this guy to diagnose somebody when he has an attraction towards because is his friend really going to take him seriously when he knows that yeah they, he wants to sleep with him. So
1: I feel like the the original call nine one one call Ashley call Ian Lavender and Oprah yeah <laughs> uh, and actually. Have that. Have the person that they have a crush on go see a therapist and really kind of evaluate and dig dig deep.
0: Yeah, and somebody wrote, too, Darker Link, uh, yeah, I can't judge based on that one story, That's, too. It would have to be... We need more context. We need more context. Definitely. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we've got one more. I Thanks think for our, playing, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Were we going to talk about this next, or just get to... Thirst, thirst trap. Thirst, okay. It's this time. So, here is the thing that we started midway through doing tags live and it's called we call it Thursday thirst trap because when this show gets repackaged I just put it in the link there for you guys this week they are giving us straight up gay porn did a really good job of putting together thirst trap recap which of these 13 gay porn stars took the best photo or video of the week Mm -hmm. and we went through it all and our job is to descriptively describe Who our favorite one was, and did you? You want to go first? I'll need the mouse. Is this yours? Can you just scroll down just a little bit more? Yeah, because we're sharing everything. Yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I already already found mine. The first three. (laughs) (laughs) There, that one, that one. Go back up, please.
1: Yes. So there were. I have to first. Uh, Preface this by saying there are so many people on here that I follow on Twitter, so uh, I'm already kind of familiar with a couple of them. But my vote has to go to. Can you scroll down just a little oh, bit more? I need his name. Is it, the, is it this? Yep, Austin Avery, and I have to give it to him because I've seen his videos before, and he can take a dick like no other, and it's just it's okay. awe inspiring. He's standing, he's taking, he's got a ring light behind him, he's which is.
0: Bad in this picture. (laughs) Uh, You do not show the people. He looks
1: so cute though. I can tell you why
0: this is so wrong. I know. I
1: know. I just love it. I think he's adorable. He's got a a cute little smile on his face. He's look he's got a peace sign up. He's got this long hair and he's holding it back into a little man bun and he's just Nude and it's so cute. Why are you judging me, girl? This is because this is a judging (laughs) category (laughs) platform here. But okay, you you picked
0: austin Anything else you want to talk about? It? How the backpack in the background? I got a backpack and some nuts, I think, back there too. I don't know what that is. He's got a good smile, I'll give him he's
1: that. adorable and I have to show you some videos when we get off. Okay. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> and then you'll understand.
0: <laughs> um, I didn't have a chance, but I I'm going to just go with Jamal Kingston right off the bat. It is awe inspiring. I mean Jamal is sitting in the woods somewhere on a hillside where I want to be right now. Are you
1: like a woodsy man? I mean, I like um, that Mountain piece mayor. of wood there that is just as big
0: as the branch next to him. That's just like all you can see is that big branch of wood. Mm-hmm. It's gargantuan, and I'm thirsting after it. Okay. And he's that's who, he's that's the name of the game, right? He's trying to hide in there with his camo. Camo hat to fade into the woods there, and it's not hiding I'm, very much. i how tell you To get that. my camo outfit on and and blend into okay. that. Wood oh yeah, you go right duck hunting. <laughs>
1: you trying to get speared out there
0: in the woods. I would like to get speared with that. Let me tell you, that's all I had. That's how I go through. That's what caught my eye, and I was like, oh my god, like, I could not it. help. What are the people saying? Uh, Jamal Kingston said Teddy. Oh, you picked Jamal too. Yeah, okay. this zaddy all day long. Okay, Teddy and I have the same taste. The same you, taste. Stop. you guys
1: can't hang out together. Basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. And
1: then Corey says, get off. He says, and then he says he couldn't resist. So I guess Corey agrees with you as well. Yes. I'll send you all links to Austin Avery's porn. So just so that you can, you can experience what I've experienced.
0: Well, thank you for playing with that game. And just so you know, we repackaged this. This comes out Thursday, and we want you to weigh in on our Thursday thirst trap. Let us know, and we'll talk about it. We want to thank you for joining us on our one-year anniversary episode of Tags Live. Wow, this has been such an amazing year, Cody, and we I feel like we're just getting started. I
1: feel the same. Yeah. You're so talented to pour that into <laughs> no, barely, this place. I don't know what we're <laughs> We have so much going on here, just a little
0: behind the scenes here. We normally have our own spaces. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you've got your space. Yeah. It's a hot mess in here. No, it's not. I think it's beautiful. You did a fantastic job. (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you so much. This has been such a great, particularly because we started this in the heart of the pandemic. We made something happen. And it's a testament to us and you guys for tuning in and listening. We want to really thank you. We couldn't do the show without an audience. And it means so much that you tune in every week or listen to it when it's done really appreciate it thank you so much here's to another year cheers Cheers, cody cheers Cheers to you thank you so much and in the meantime continue having hot gay sex. sex or any kind of sex any kind of sex yeah get it in all right guys thank you hey big spenders feel like spending a little on tags Well, whether you're a big spender or a good tipper, now you can make a one-time or recurring donation to Tags. Show your love and support for Tags Podcast in a big or small way. We promise we're not size queens when it comes to your support. We love you for listening. And if you enjoy Tags, then consider supporting the show so we can continue doing what we love. Go to TagsPodcast.com and click on the link Donations.